I'm Ryan Kelly, and we're with the Motor Coach Channel, and I have the distinct pleasure of speaking with Scott Michael. He's the president of the United Motor Coach Association. Scott, thank you for being with us today. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. So uh, lots of good things going on with UMA. A couple of weeks ago, we were in Orlando together. Uh, and uh, it was a, a successful expo. You want to talk about it? Sure. We had a great uh, great turnout for that. Uh, lots of operators showed up and uh, just very excited to, to get the industry back together again after a number of years of not, not being able to all be in the same place. I think everybody was really excited to be able to get out and, and that networking, that interaction really is, is what is at the core of Expo, that uh, everybody just loves to, to be able to see their, their old friends and make new friends and, and, uh, and have that great interaction, I think, is, is really valuable. And it's what, uh, what we were able to bring this year. And so Orlando, as you know, is a great place. Everybody loves to come down there, and uh, so we, we get a good turnout. And uh, a lot of OEMs have their facilities down there so they could take people and show them what's going on and, and do all those kinds of conversations. And I think a few people may have made it over to visit some of the theme parks before or after, <laughs> but, uh, um, but they were happy to do that. So, and uh, appreciated uh, your work in, in documenting the event and making sure that we, uh, that we had video and pictures and, and everything to, to come back and tell everybody what happened, tell the story of what they missed out on if they weren't able to be there and refresh their memories if they were, just all the fun stuff that they, uh, that they got to see. Yeah, we had a good time. It was a lot of fun. Uh, you know, it's it's fun watching uh, as we get on the other side of COVID and everybody being shut down, getting back on their feet and seeing excitement. And, you know, uh, some of the, I guess, the post-COVID gifts to them was the ability to, to have your, you know, name your price. Um, and with limited inventory, it, it, it really drove up um, the ability. I mean, it, anyway, the law of economics won. And for the first time, and people are, you know, are excited. And, uh, you know, with some of these uh, vehicle shortages, as demand increases, uh, it's been somewhat good for the industry, you know. But uh, we know that we need more buses on the road, and the, I think the OEMs are are working uh, vigorously to get uh, get to more inventory uh, throughout this year and, and into 2024. Yeah, the other exciting thing I saw was uh, some new operators uh, came to, to the show there. I met one here in, at this show as well. But uh, there's, there's new people coming into the business and, and starting up motor coach companies. And uh, I think that's really going to help the industry continue to, to grow and thrive, having that, that fresh blood coming in and, and showing what they can do. And we didn't have that during the pandemic. Nobody was really joining, starting up a business in, in the industry. So uh, we saw a lot of people going out of business, but uh, the strong ones survived. And uh, the, you know, the ones that, that had diversified, that had good business plans, that had socked some money aside, that uh, that were willing to be agile and, and sort of adjust their business model to, to the changing conditions, survived and did well and thrived in the pandemic. And, and I've talked to a lot of operators that have more money than they ever did on, you know, more cash on hand than they ever used to have before. And so uh, I guess people are seeing an opportunity now and coming into the business and, and uh, starting up new companies. And, that's one of the exciting things I've learned about the industry is you get new companies coming in and, and they're really creating the demand for their services by, by setting up a motor coach operation in a particular market that maybe was underserved or didn't have that. They're, uh, they're driving more business and, and, and getting more to, to really grow this industry and, and help more people take advantage of those opportunities they can get from riding on a coach. Now you've been, you've got two expos under your belt now as the president of UMA. And next year you'll be in Raleigh, North Carolina. Yeah, we're excited about coming to Raleigh. It's uh, it's going to be a, an interesting 
different venue that I think a lot of people haven't been to before. And, and so it's a good chance for people to, to get to know a new city and a, a new area, a new state. And, and uh, there's a lot that North Carolina has to offer. And so I think people may, uh, may decide if they're, you know, extended their stay in Orlando to go to theme parks. Maybe there's different ways to explore the different parts of North Carolina before or after the show and, and extend their trip there. And we've got a lot of operators in North Carolina and surrounding states. It's a really hotbed area. So there's a lot of people who are going to be able to drive in and, and uh, see how things go. And uh, the other exciting thing about this location is we've got really the whole town. We're going to own this town. The, everything in the convention center is going to be UMA and, and the whole town. So it's, it's going to be, we're taking over basically. And, it's going to be fun to see that. It's a wonderful town. You know, there's three towns there, right? So you have uh, Durham, which is not too far down the road that has Duke. You've got the University of North Carolina there. And you've got, it's a, it's a, it's a techno, technology corridor. So there's a lot of high-tech companies that are in that. In that, that they call yeah, that it. research triangle area is uh, really definitely growing a lot. And uh, a lot of new, new business coming in there, a lot of technology, like you were saying. And I think medicine too is really big in that uh, in that area, and uh, yeah, you mentioned Duke and, and UNC, and, and of course NC State is in Raleigh. So don't uh, don't leave out the the hometown crowd. But, uh, um, and the and the Raleigh folks will tell you that's also uh, you know the the Carolina Hurricanes play uh, professional NHL hockey in Raleigh. So uh, you do have uh, professional sports there, and uh, don't know if we'll have a hockey game during Expo or not. We have to look at the schedule. I don't think that's come out yet for next year, but. Uh, it's uh, it's a it's a great sports area. A lot of college sports, you know, real close by, and uh, looking forward to, to seeing people take part of that. Yeah, and there's a lot of uh, parks. You know, uh, North Carolina is known for their parks. You know, we've worked with the tourism, the state tourism director in North Carolina. Oh, okay, and. Um, Lots of things to see and do, and honestly, you're really close to the beach too. It's not too far down the road, and that that you know, it's uh, different. You know, the, the cool thing about the Eastern Seaboard is all these states have different looks at that their that their natural parks and the beaches and the, and the, the way they present them. So it's a uh, it's a fascinating time. So absolutely. So the, yeah, the Carolina beaches, I think maybe you know not the right thing to do that in February. Yeah, but, that's uh, true. It's, you know, it, it can be some fun uh, fun things to see and do there. And the other thing we're really looking forward to is the food. You get some uh, Carolina barbecue down yes. there and uh, fried chicken and all kinds of good. Uh, there's a lot of, lot of great restaurants in the area, and so looking forward to, some, to a great culinary scene. Now, uh, coming up in a couple of months, you have the UMA fly-in, uh, the Capitol Hill fly-in. You want to talk about that? Sure. That's uh, something that we, uh, you know, as, we, as the industry comes back, this is a, a great oldie and, and goodie that, uh, that we're excited to be able to bring back this year. Uh, we're going to have a fly-in in April 18th and 19th, and uh, for those of you that uh, that remember the fly-ins from before and and the new ones as well, it's uh, it's a great opportunity to get the industry together in Washington D.C. Go storm Capitol Hill, let those members of Congress know what our industry is all about, and it's it's really important to to be able to take part in that and educate those lawmakers about the industry. Tell them our story. Tell them what we're all about. Tell them, you know, you know, the great jobs in this industry, the great companies that are part of this and, and why it's important for them to do legislative things that, that help our industry. We have. So, well, what is your vision for 2023 as you work with UMA? You know, you've had a couple of years to kind of see what, how it works. Uh, you, you came from a transportation vertical, so you have experience uh, in that background. So what, what's, what's in store for 2023? Well, 2023, we're working on a lot of different things, and uh, we're trying to bring back education, and that's another thing that uh, that we really need to focus on. 
We added some education tracks at Expo. We're going to continue to grow the education component of Expo, but we also want to bring back that sales summit that we did in the summer. Uh, we've done that uh, in past years. We weren't able to do it this past year, but uh, we want to bring that back and, and uh, give people another venue, another opportunity to get together and talk about things and see what they can do to, to learn and, and better their business. And then, of course, uh, safety management uh, seminar, we do that in December and looking to do that, to have an in-person component for that. Uh, we've, we've been virtual the last, I guess, three years now, and, and it's time to try and uh, let those safety folks have, a, have an excuse to get together and share their best practices. So really trying to look at, at more educational offerings, more opportunities for people to learn and, and uh, make it a great, uh, great thing for them. Well, I want to congratulate you on a, on a expo that uh, just the excitement of people collaborating or, or being back together. Uh, you can see that we're, we've gotten beyond COVID and now we're ready to grow our businesses. So it was fun to see the big tent and down in Orlando. Uh, I wish you much success with the fly-in. If, if people wanted to find out more information about that, do they, do they just go to the UMA website? Yeah, we'll have information on the website. Uh, when we get more details, we'll send that out and really try and emphasize that. But, uh, yeah, our UMA.org website will have all that. And okay. then MotorCoachExpo.com for all the uh, all the great stuff that uh, that we're doing for Expo. You know, I, I think we forgot Bus and Motor Coach News. That you know that uh, so you want to talk about that? Sure, that's uh, another thing that we changed this past year. We uh, we did some changes to our communications vehicle, and uh, during the pandemic, Bus and Motor Coach News changed from being a, a print publication to going all virtual and all digital. And so we're going to continue that. That's the way of the future is really that digital venue and the digital way to, to, to get information out to people. And uh, we had a daily news flash that we would put out, uh, and we decided last fall to consolidate that with Bus and Motor Coach News. So Chandra's putting those together. And uh, so we do send out a daily bla email blast every day still. And uh, then the best stories get put on the Bus and Motor Coach News website. And so it's all really consolidated in, in one vehicle there to, uh, to give people the news that they need to see. And then uh, every week she puts together Motor Coach Minute to highlight uh, in the video form the, the top stories of the week and uh, things that people need to know about. And uh, we show that on, on our UMA Town Hall every Thursday afternoon. So another way for people to come together, really, is, is that Town Hall for our members to, to do that Thursday afternoons. And, uh, Looking forward to great things as we uh, you know, continue to, to enhance our communications efforts to make sure that people understand what's going on in Washington and, and around the country, things that, uh, that affect their business. Now, you also have hired some folks to do outreach recently. Charlotte, uh, she's on board now. Yep, yeah, we brought Charlotte on board uh, in, in the fall also, and uh, she's really going to focus on membership and trying to help. Uh, make sure that we're reaching out to the members, meeting their needs, seeing where they're, you know, what their their values are and, and what they're looking for, and then really trying to recruit some new operators. We uh, we've you know had a lot more members before the pandemic, and yeah. obviously some of those folks went out of business and may have fallen by the wayside. So we'd like to really you know get a chance to go out and reach out to them and explain the the value of UMA and, and get more people to sign up and become UMA members. So that's what she's going to be focusing on. Scott, thank you for taking some time with us. We're here with Scott Michael. He's the president of the United Motor Coach Association. And uh, we wish you much success in 2023. Thanks so much, Ryan. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Motor Coach Channel. I'm Ryan Kelly, your host. Comments? Feedback? Something that you'd like to hear on an upcoming episode of the show? Email us at motorcoachchannel at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, everybody.